Hi everyone and welcome along to the Ergonomically Speaking podcast, the podcast that aims to help you reduce and even eliminate work-related discomfort. I'm your host Neve Pentney of Boyne Ergonomics. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really hope that you're able to take away some useful practical advice from this podcast to help you reduce your own risk of discomfort at the workplace or help manage the risks among the people that you might be responsible for. So now that we know why we're here, let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome along to another episode of the Ergonomically Speaking podcast. Today, I am going to be talking to you about a topic that I probably get asked about second only to sit-stand desks, and that is wrist rest. So the mouse and the keyboard rests, are they better for you than not using them? Do they prevent discomfort? Do they prevent carpal tunnel syndrome? I've been asked this so many times. So I decided to just put together a little episode where we're going to talk through it. We'll be familiar with them. Most of you know what they're like. So they are foam or gel rests that either run along the length of your keyboard or they sit at the base of a mouse pad or you can get them separate on their own. They are marketed often as ergonomic products designed to make sure that you have a good hand position and to reduce the aches and strains associated with the mouse and the keyboard. But are they any good or are they more of a a foe than a friend? And that's what we're going to talk about today. So to know what impact a keyboard or a mouse rest might have, I'm just going to first quickly look at What are the common habits that a lot of us have when it comes to using a keyboard and using a mouse? Now, I have gone into great detail about keyboard and mouse use in two separate episodes, two separate blog posts, and I'll put the link to both those in the show notes. But we'll just summarize it here. So firstly, if we look at the keyboard, the first thing to remember that is when you're typing, we are supposed to float the hands over the keyboard. And then rest your hand on the surface during little mini breaks, little pauses during the typing, right? And that's great. And that's a really, really common way to type if you are, in particular, a trained touch typist. However, in reality, a lot of DSE workers are not trained touch typists and instead tend to rest the forearms or the wrists or the hands on a surface when they type. So that kind of poor positioning relative to the keyboard along with poor typing technique can cause contact stress. So if you have the wrist sitting on the desk surface when you're typing, it can also cause repetitive movements because again, if you're resting your arm or your wrist when you type, well, you're very likely just kind of deviating the hands side to side instead of actually moving the whole arm when you type. And also poor posture, adverse posture of the wrists, because if your hands and wrists and forearms are resting, well, unless you have a really slim keyboard, you're more than likely going to be extending the wrist backwards. So these wrist factors, contact stress, repetitive movements and adverse postures can cause discomfort. And then if we look at the mouse, When we are using the mouse, generally the common kind of standard horizontal mouse I'm talking about, and not the ergonomic devices, the mouse itself should sit in the palm of your hand. So the body of the mouse, the kind of hump toward the back of the mouse, should sit in the palm of your hand. 
and the mouse itself should be navigated, particularly if you're moving between multiple screens, should be navigated mostly using the forearm as opposed to the wrist. And you're trying to keep the wrist nice and neutral. Again, I have this covered in detail in a previous episode and blog post. However, in reality, what I see a lot is that a lot of DSE workers hold the mouse in the fingers. So instead of a palm grip, they use a finger grip. The wrist is sitting on the table or the work surface and they move the mouse using the wrist and hand only. So the forearm itself stays pretty static. Um, And also, most computer workers are using a mouse that just a general standard mouse that's provided to everyone in the office. Now, this might be too small for their hand. It might be too big for their hand. So if you're looking at poor mousing technique and then maybe the mouse is the wrong size for the user, again, you're going to have your risk factors, your contact stress, your repetitive movements and your adverse wrist postures. So the common theme, I suppose, with keyboard and mouse use is that incorrect positioning, incorrect size, incorrect technique is going to cause the risk factors. Again, your contact stress, adverse postures, repetitive movements, three risk factors, which can result in the development of musculoskeletal issues. So the idea behind keyboard and mouse rests is that you are in theory going to reduce the risk of contact stress by providing a soft surface to rest on. And you're going to reduce the adverse postures by lining the wrists with the keyboard and the mouse surface. But do they actually achieve this? And that's what we're going to talk about. So what I see a lot is that the most common positioning of the wrists is that it sits under the wrist. And this is really understandable when I think about it, because most of them, if you look at them online or in the shop, they are marketed as wrist rests. That's how they're sold. Now, the issue with this positioning under the wrist is that the wrist is resting on the surface of the wrist. So whether it's made of foam, whether it's made of gel, it doesn't actually eliminate pressure on the wrist. Yes, it might be softer than the surface of your table, but it's still contact stress. You're still compressing the wrist. And if you have a look at your wrist now, you'll see what a delicate area that is. You can see your veins underneath the surface. You've got your veins, you've got your vessels, your tissues, your nerves, your tendons, your ligaments. It's a very delicate area. So regardless of whether it is made of foam, made of gel, or your desk surface, any contact is going to increase the risk of irritation and strain in such a delicate area. They don't eliminate contact stress when they are positioned under the wrist. The other issue I see with resting the wrist on a surface again, gel or foam wrist stress included, is it encourages this repeated deviation, the side-to-side movement of the hand when you're typing or when you're using the mouse. And this repetitive movement will increase the risk of repetitive strain. So really, they don't eliminate that risk factor either. And the other issue I have come across, which I think has become more common in the last few years as devices get more portable and lighter and smaller, is that a lot of the rests available, the standard rests available, are not suitable for the type of keyboard or the type of mouse that they're being used with. 
So your stand, if you think about your standard office keyboard and mouse are, you know, you traditionally standard horizontal mouse, traditional mechanical keyboard. And a lot of the rests that you will get, you'll see are quite thick. They're quite tall and they do work well with those more traditional devices. But a lot of users have changed. A lot of offices have changed to small, low profile keyboards which have membrane keys, they don't rise up like the mechanical keys, and slim portable mouse devices. Now, one device that pops into my head a lot, if you have a look at it, is the Apple Magic Mouse. It's a really, really low profile mouse. And what happens then is, if you're using the rests, and the rests are taller than the device that you're using, well, what's going to happen is your wrists are going to have to bend forward when you're using the keyboard or the mouse. Now, if you couple this with repetitive movements and contact stress, unfortunately, the wrist rests don't eliminate any ergonomic risk factors. They just change them. They're still there. Um, I'm going to add a little side note just on this. A slight wrist flexion when you're typing, it's not necessarily always a bad thing. It can reduce pressure on the wrists, but that's really if we're using a proper ergonomic keyboard that's designed for that hand position or a proper ergonomic keyboard tray that's designed for that um, hand position, but not when you're using a low profile keyboard with a thick keyboard rest. It's not the same um, positioning. It's not the same angles. So if how a lot of people are using the wrist rests, I don't want to call them that really keyboard rest, mouse rest in the wrong position. Well, What's the right way to use them if you do want to use them? Because some people are quite attached to them. If it comes particularly to the mouse one, the, the wrist rests, the mouse pads with the rest on them, in my opinion, if you feel discomfort or if you feel excessive pressure on the wrist when you're using the mouse, usually there's one or more of the following things are wrong. So either the mouse is too small for your hand, you're holding the mouse incorrectly, so you're holding it in your fingers, not resting your palm on it, and you're either positioned too low for the work surface or the work surface is too high for you. So before you go down the route of trying to correct these issues by just getting a mouse pad with a little rest on it, I would correct these issues first. If you know the mouse is the right size for your hand, if you know that you're holding the mouse in your palm, not your fingers, and if you know that you're positioned the right height for your surface and you're still having discomfort, well then absolutely go ahead and get one, but make sure it's the right one for the mouse that you're using. So make sure the bump on the rest is not taller than the peak of your mouse. So this will help to keep a nice neutral wrist position when your hand is on the mouse. And make sure that when you're using a mouse rest, that it is the base of your hand that sits on the rest and it's not your wrist. This will provide support without compressing the wrist and will allow for easier mouse movement using the forearm. So hopefully reduce repetitive wrist movement. So make sure the base of your hand sits on the rest and not your wrist. When it comes to the keyboard, I do find keyboard rests are really useful, particularly for the non-touch typists among us, and I include myself in that, once they are positioned correctly. So 
your keyboard rest, if it's separate from the keyboard, because a lot of them come built into keyboards now, which is great. But if it is separate from the keyboard, it should sit up against the base of the keyboard tight. The thickness of the rest should not be greater than the height of your keys. So have a look. You can now get slimline keyboard rests to go with slimline keyboards. You just have to go looking for them. And again, the keyboard rest should be positioned under the base of the hand and not under your wrist. So this will help maintain a neutral wrist position. It will provide support without compressing the wrist and should allow for easier gliding hand movements using the forearms when you're typing. So reducing repetitive wrist movements. Um, if you struggle, if you're using a low profile keyboard, and you're struggling to find a rest that is thin enough. What I would do sometimes myself, because I would use a lot of different keyboards, testing different keyboards, different keyboards for different tasks. But I find, and in particularly it's the summer, I don't like the feeling of the desk against my arms. I would sometimes get a small hand towel and roll it up a few times and place it up against the base of the keyboard and rest my base of my hands on that. And that can provide a nice little bit of rest, a nice little bit of support if you're struggling to find a rest thin enough for your keyboard. One thing to remember, though. When we're doing DSE assessments and when kind of people like myself and other people are looking to make sure you're the right height for your desk or your surface. We generally try and line up the base of your elbow with the top of the desk. And that's to try and maintain a nice relaxed shoulder with minimal contact stress. However, if you are using a keyboard rest or a mouse rest, and it's one of the standard thick ones, you may need to change your seated height to try and accommodate that elevated rest surface. Um, the best way to judge it, if you know if you need to change it, when you have your hands resting on your devices and your shoulders are relaxed, your hands are, or your arms, sorry, are relaxed by your side. Keyboard is an easy reach. Mouse is an easy reach. And your upper body is feeling relaxed. You should not be able to feel the edge of the desk on your forearms. If you can feel the edge of the desk, you're too low. And you will have to adjust the height of the chair by bringing it up a little bit or bring your desk down a little bit if you can. So to summarize, in my own experience and opinion, Mouse rests and mouse pads with the rests, they are absolutely not essential. And usually if someone feels that they need one or they're feeling discomfort without one, it's usually a sign of another issue that I would always try and address first. Um, and I find usually once you address those issues, a traditional mouse pad without the rest will normally work just fine because it gives that little bit of perceived support because it's not really support but people kind of feel that there is with minimal contact on the wrist when it comes to keyboard rests once it's suitable for the keyboard and it's positioned up tight to the base of the keyboard they are absolutely a useful tool for reducing discomfort and just helping relax the upper body when you're typing so if you are going to use a keyboard or a mouse rest make sure it's positioned correctly Make sure it's the right type of rest for the device that you're using. Now, there's loads and loads of different types available, but I just tend to see similar ones 
all the time in offices and at people's home workstations um, and they may not be suitable for the device that they're using. As always, there is a blog related to this topic. I'll put the link for it in the show notes and it would be really useful for you to pop on there and have a look because I have included photographs um, related to the correct and incorrect positioning of these rests. If you want to have a look at what I mean um, and what you're looking for as regards your positioning. As always, my social media handles are in the show notes. Again, if anyone wants to follow me or get in touch with me, I'm always happy to take questions, always happy to take suggestions on topics that you want me to cover. But for now, everyone, until next time, I hope you all stay well. 